Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian here in North Texas, drinking a summer ale at the hope-to-God end of a hot-ass summer here in Texas, but I doubt it. I'm joined by two best buds, Frank down in Austin, who is furiously texting on his phone right now. Like, smoke is coming off the face of his phone. Okay, fellas, I, I apologize. We have, like, an August that if we have time to breathe between now and the end of the month... It's going to be, yeah, that'll be interesting. We've Welcome to Frank and, September to Remember down yeah, in Austin. I'm sorry. So that that's the reason that I've well, been texting. About the weather. Mm. Like it's no, no, this isn't even the weather channel. Oh, they, I, I like this is like, up. there is, I don't even, I, I, there is something going on every weekend from now until the first weekend of September in our family. And I'm in charge of reservations for some of this. Ooh, we, and, we call it scheduling yeah, reservations. Uh, Frank's a little behind. Yeah. Frank's a little behind. He needs to catch up. Mm. So I'm I'm thinking in my mind, like, you know, these people are coming. Where are we eating? Where are we going to a restaurant? So in any case. You know what I like that, to do, Frank? In this, in this case, I like to focus in on the task at hand and really throw myself into the podcast that we're on, you know? And I like yeah, it. I apologize. Single I shouldn't be this distracted. I'm back in tune, Brian. I'm You're doing back. great. Okay. Um, I've we're been... We're here. We're yeah, here. We're here. We're, we're here. here. Stage okay. one water restriction down here in Buda. Oh, welcome, should, bitch. Should We've probably been... be stage four. <laughs> we're no at joke. stage four. <laughs> yeah. No joke. Like, stage one, Frank's been watering, hand-watering his lawn since about May 30th, when I was like, it kind of odd it's 105 outside. I don't know that it's going to rain anytime soon. So preemptively, you know, I was like, oh, well, I'll sacrifice the part where the dogs piss. We'll do a hand water switch in this uh, entire area. And granted, that area is now dead. I'll have to figure out what to do with it. Um, But it's the sheer amount of water that people waste during an obvious drought. Yeah. That pisses me the fuck off. Um, So, yeah, let's we'll go down that path at some point. But in any case, my beer tonight, in any case, is... Uh, the Live Oak Pills. Yay. And it's tough to find a better one. It really is. Oh, yeah. I got to start using that more. I feel like we got to morning zoo this shit up. Oh, you're drinking out of a Yeti cup. No, I'm not. This is oh. water. Oh, okay. Uh, so Live Oak Pills, I think the only pills, and it's not a pills, but the only beer of you know the light variety that I like more that's made in town was probably the ABGB lager. I think that's about it. St. Elmo's Carl, the Kolsch is is it's damn good. But, but it's that not a ABGB, lager. yeah, that it, yes, it's not a lager A, but it's a light beer. It's a nice summer beer. Um the ABGB lager just has something about it that's just it's not this and this is great. So if you like this Find find that, and it's not canned. I don't even know where you're gonna find it. Go to the freaking brewery and order a pizza and wait for it. <laughs> like it takes forever. Frank's beer review. If you like this, here's some other shit that you'd like. I mean, perfect. That's what that's the way reviews should be. God damn it. Let's stop categorizing life and just go for the well, shit you like. 
and honestly, like, don't be a wet I'll, sock, America. You know, don't be a wet sock. Don't be a wet <laughs> sock. Um, you know, it's actually it, this is a great interlude. I I am busy writing a book. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I've got a page written. <laughs> oh, I God, like Brian. I like being the wet sock on your dreams. <laughs> no joke. God damn. What's your book about, Frank? Well, it's not. It's not it's certainly not about beer comparisons across <laughs> town. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Got my hopes up. Mm. No, you stepped on the bit, Brian. Oh, you stepped all over the bit. S- still working on that novel. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, if I've stepped all over that bit with my wet sock, um, let's dry it. No, out. I mean you, you soaked it. I soaked it. You soaked it. Like a couple, yeah. a couple BYU students who just got to know you each made, other. You made that bit very moist. There it is. There it is. Villem up in Tulsa town, to uh, to Bully Town, as we discussed before the cast that we'll get into. Uh, Villem, what are you sipping on this evening? Hey, Brian, I'm drinking a Welltown beer. Welton? And it's called A Hop to the Future. It is a New England milkshake IPA, and it's like this limited release thing. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine, you know, Hop to the Future. But then there's four other ones, and they're not, they're all different styles of beer. Three other ones, four total, excuse me. There's Temple of Pog. Okay. Which is a fruited IPA, so another IPA. Are these all IPAs? Am I about to? Yes, these are all different IPAs. IPAs. (laughs) (laughs) That makes perfect sense. So Uh, Temple of Pog, um, Fellowship of the Hop. (laughs) Okay, all right, I'm catching a trend here. All right, this one I think is probably my favorite. Okay, that one. So the the Temple of Pog is Tropical Adventure. Wait, sorry, New England style fruited IPA. Okay. Um, and then the Fellowship of the Hop, New England Cloudy Style IPA, and then Star Beers, a new hop. I I see uh, I see what they did there. Yeah. Nice. Uh, this this seems like Disney might have. The yeah, they should probably. They should probably only sell that out of the brewery and not definitely not <laughs> let that hit the shelves. Fruited sour IPA, even the, even out of the brewery, the, they would know the fuck out of you. Yeah, it's Disney. The Pog, what does Pog stand for? Is that peaches and guava or something? Oh shit, good question. Um, I keep talking for a second yeah. here, you know, just to like fill the space. I, Tropical adventure, fruit and lactose, kid. Fruit and lactose. This New England IPA is brewed with lactose and fruit. Oh my god, how many times is it? <laughs> Lactose and fruited, sorry, uh, with passion fruit, orange, and guava. There yes. it is. Passion Best fruit. served in a chilled holy grail. So I got you going back and forth with the... <laughs> just, the fucking fruited what, what and it? the lactose and fruited is just... Lactose and fruited. Just really <laughs> driving that home. It's hilarious. Uh, how do you like them? Have you had many? I'm sorry. Have you had many milkshake IPAs like that? I don't know that I've ever. If I have, no, I, you have. You've had another half here at the house. Yeah, take that uh, shit. Check IPA? your shit. Milkshake yeah. IPA. Yeah, yeah that, most of their stuff is a milkshake. It's the stuff that I bought was all milkshake stuff. 
Okay. And that's uh, it's just la- it's just lactic acid, right? Like no, 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 no. Oh, sorry, not lac. It's yeah. lactose. Yeah, lactose sugar yeah. is added, and a lot of times they'll add vanilla as well to give the. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean it's it a, ups the calorie count significantly, but it's so good. It, for the people who like that flavor that's and texture, it. it's, it's 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 something else. Um, that's also. Sorry. Are you not of that group? Uh, not so much. Um, no, I mean, you've had good ones that you enjoyed. No, I don't. I don't really. I, I would never. I don't really. I don't like them. <laughs> I I, uh, they, I appreciate them for what they are, but I don't. You don't seek them out. I don't at seek all. them out exactly. Okay. Um, it's a lot like the uh, slushy beer craze. Um, oh no, that's that are just super fruited with lactose yeah. and uh, vanilla. Added. I'm not. Like I can, you know, Drecker recently came to North Texas and uh, the total wine here in Denton has some of their like super slushy beers and their uh, milkshake IPAs. And it's just not me, man. It's not, it's not me. Uh, But I appreciate, like I said, like if you, if you like that flavor and you like that texture, go for it. No beer left behind. You drink what you like to drink, you know? Um, Well, I, I think that this beer specifically the milkshake style, it's more about the mouthfeel than anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, th- I, I think it's a very true flavor. I got to say, I don't think this has any artificial, any like vanilla. They, they, not always. No. A lot of the time, it's just the, the lactose that they toss in there. But the 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 thing that I, I can understand from people is the mouthfeel. Um, very rarely have I had it, you know, make a significant difference in the flavor is a little bit different but i i don't it's not to the point where i'd be like okay if you drank this and you know something fruited from xyz that it doesn't have lactose in it it just kind of makes it more creamy you know yeah. like it's 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 its own i enjoy it um it's a totally east coast thing that they started doing because the west coast was like over hopping everything well, and it's, I mean, kind of away to, from it. to be honest, it is a, an American brewer thing. It's all, it was all over the place. Uh, and it was out of the haze craze where people made these really juicy beers. And then they were yeah. trying to figure out a different way to go beyond juice. Um, really, it came out of people doing uh, heavily, like heavy, heavy, juicy beers uh, with orange. And the next, uh, like, iterations of a lot of those orange orange juice beers uh were like orange creamsicle beers and that's because where you what, get what's orange julius was a big one for a while uh yeah so you it's just the the addition of that lacto the lactose sugar the unfermentable sugar which is the same thing that is used in milk stouts to give them a uh seemingly sweeter finish and a, a softer creamier mouthfeel but then they added uh, vanilla back to that with the really giant addition, hop additions. And then you get this, like, literally orange dreamsicle uh, mm. finish to the beer. And it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a, a coast where it developed, like the West Coast IPAs and the New England IPAs, where there was were definitively brewed, you know, in, in their respective regions first, or, you know, that's where they got their popularity. This one literally was just everybody blowing up the IPA game at one time. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, I think you're, you're still talking about 
like other half treehouse. No, I mean I'm talking about really small breweries in the Midwest doing it at the same time. Uh, I'm, sure. So what I'm saying is, is the ones that people will know from back, you know, then like if sure if they were in a local town <clears throat> and they had someone making it, like we had a brewery over here that that was trying to make it. They never made it very well, but they did have the hazy like uh, milkshake type beers for a while. Um, but I think like nationally, no, like if you're, I guess if I'm talking about like the, the, the breweries that were getting headlines for it, you know, it was other half free house, the dudes out of Portland. Um, and then what's the, is it Trillium? They were I, doing it too. I do not know that they were. I know they were. Dallas? Are you talking about me and Troy back in the day? No, because no, <laughs> in Dallas, right? Because yes. it, it wasn't that long ago. Like it, this was like eight years ago. So like when when you took me to uh, Const is a constellation? No, Celestial. Celestial. Like they were known in Dallas for making good milkshake. They were still making uh, yeah. hazy, hazy boys, uh, oh, but really like, okay. yeah, but that's, that's what I mean. Like it, it was, a um, just a natural transition for all yeah. breweries and you're, you're naming nationally known, like sought after breweries that made them. Yes. Uh, but it's the beauty of the beer world that we're in right now and that so many people are advancing and doing weird shit with beer that it's not like it was when the alchemist made uh, heady topper for the first time like you're the 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 trend is set in so many places all at once because i mean yeah. you, you've got what is villain throwing up the peace sign i got two things i want to add to my beer this yes well let's go there first uh so this is part this is the ipa trilogy series okay we'll notice that every movie on the can is three is a part is a trilogy except for star wars which is a goddamn saga but we'll go we'll let it slide the original star wars was a trilogy no, it um, was always it was they came was, out three movies was, and there was a gap and we did like you know, know more shit i know um and then the other thing i was going to say is they make a cloudy new england ipa it's called cloudy dreams or i can't remember now I, I don't think it's that maybe it's that now that and i believe this is literally just that beer as a uh you know with the lactose and whatever because it it tastes a lot like that beer it, i'm not tasting like artificial flavorings or any of the shitty things you were saying i, I am getting the mouth feel like the smoother yeah you know, it's a good beer like it, it literally feels to me like a uh smoother like silkier version of that same beer essentially yeah now i do have a question about that cloudy ipa yes i have never heard that used as as a descriptor outside of someone naming a beer something about clouds uh like i've never heard the term cloudy ipa which now, is interesting it, i think i'm conflating i think it's like cloudy dreams is the name and then it's a new england ipa or some shit like that okay Let me look it up real quick and- okay I, I was i thought we were I thought we were breaking ground I here. We were going into the uh, inception of IPAs. Hell yeah, we were gonna get get into it. Yeah. And, okay. Hey, well, I was gonna say the, to close out the the, the beer talk here. Uh, yeah. It's or, called, sorry, just a little footnote there. Cloudy dreams. 
N E I P A. Cloudy Dreams, comma, a New England IPA. Uh, this Thursday, tomorrow, August 4th, is uh, National IPA Day. So, congratulations getting ahead of that curve, villain. Oh, Look tomorrow's IPA Day? Yep. Uh, the first Thursday in every August, no matter what year it is, whatever the first Thursday in August is, is National IPA Day. Okay. Also, the first Thursday in November is always National Stout Day. And I love National Stout. Oh, I knew about National oh, Stout Day. Every month. Yep. The most uh, they tried <laughs> those were two that the beer drinkers of America tried to unite and have the first Thursday be the National Style Day, and then they fucking stopped at Stout. From what I can tell, I don't know, <laughs> like. They were just oh, like wanted to do every month of the year, basically. Or they were trying to do like spread it out like once a quarter or whatever, and it just went to shit. Like it just stopped. They were There's like, this. Um, we have two styles. That's all we have, everybody. <laughs> this Welltown uh, has, you know, Welltown contributes one a lot to the beer culture here in Tulsa. Yeah. Uh, for better or for worse, I happen to be a fan of them. Um, What's the some people aren't. I was going to say, what's the worst? It has to do with the actual culture of Welltown as well. You know? <laughs> okay. I I like the beer. I think they make good, solid beers. Anyway. Wait, uh, who does? Welltown. But then they have so many, like, beer events and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like, they have... But the one I wanted to mention is on that stout uh, thing. They have the dark mode beer festival every year, like in the fall, right when it's starting to get kind of like pretty chilly, mm-hmm. super fun time. Amazing. Good time. Like if you are looking for an excuse to come visit, you should totally try to catch. Oh, this is, this is, twist your arm. Huh? Yeah. Okay. okay. I see where we're going. It's huh? so, so like, you know, sorry, got it's a direct plane. We're just starting to advertise all the Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, girl. It's use code it's villain like, at uh, checkout for hop jam. If you've ever been to hop jam, if you haven't, you're missing oh, out. Name drop another. You know, we need, we need a name drop bell. We need sorry, a name. Drop, we need a name drop bell on this podcast. So it's like hop jam. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> say it one more say it one more time. It's like hop jam. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> uh anyway, it's in that the model is they give you one of those little cups on a lanyard and you oh. just go fuck off all around the festival and drink as much beer as you want. Try what you know, sample whatever you want. By the end you're you can you can't even it all tastes the same. You're just like <laughs> you know, we we'll come up for for one of those again because honestly when we moved here we had events like that almost every weekend you can go to. And yeah. now there's so many people in this goddamn town that you just yeah, they just don't exist anymore. It's really frustrating. Um, we, we used to have like in November, one of the coolest events in town, excuse me, was the, uh, hops for hope festival. And mm. I, I'll try to go this year. Again. That was cool. Yeah. And it, it's honestly one of the coolest beer events I've ever been to. Like they, they line up probably about 13 or so breweries in the middle of this big, convention area hold on one second sorry y'all <laughs> frank is podcasting right outside the nursery no but it's not it's my my dog leo 
named after Lionel Messi, the greatest player in the history of soccer, um, does enjoy, as we all would, laying on top of the rocking chair. And we have to close the nursery door, and my wife forgot. And then she she laid into him hmm. about that. And that while happened. your child is sleeping in there. In that very room. No, no, she's not sleeping in was, that room. I was going to say, the in fucking light very- looks to be on. I don't know how the child's sleeping. <laughs> we're, still not, we're still not able to get her to do that. <laughs> um, in any case... She's protesting. As I was stating earlier, I say in any case a lot. I use that as a transition. I I will focus on not using it as a tradition, uh, a transition, <laughs> traditionally as a transition. There it is. Um, but what I what, what I was saying furthermore. earlier, furthermore, is that Hops for Hope. To me, not only was it one of the best beer events I've ever been to. It's such a great cause. So, um, well-known graffiti artists like Banksy donate art to a um, homeless assisting community here in Austin that it's called the hope community project. Um, and it's hope is an acronym for helping other people everywhere. And my wife and I have been going every year before COVID. We didn't go COVID and we couldn't go last year cause we had just had our kid, but we've bought, a lot of art in our house from Hops for Hope uh, graffiti auctions and and whatnot. Uh, they introduce you to brand new artists in town that are trying to make a name for themselves, and it's just the coolest event. Like it's it's legitimate. You see real Banksies that got donated that then get sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, at the 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 charity auction and whatnot. Um, and it all goes to a fantastic cause. They provide um, a significant amount of funding for the community homeless projects in Austin. And so, yeah, that's that's the shit we used to have. And we used to have a lot of that in town. And now it just seems like everywhere you go, you know, they pour you samples. And it's like, oh, here's a little fucking sip of beer. Watch your profanity. Okay. <laughs> I had to, but you know, like it's it's unfortunate because the vibe that, and I I don't mean to sound like some sort of a old soul Austinite. I'm not, I've only been here seven years, but that part has changed. And I think it's because the venues are so expensive that they don't have that ability to do it anymore. And it's really unfortunate because you used to have a lot of fun times you know, just going, you're like, oh, God, there's this comedy festival. Let's go. Tickets are $30. Not anymore. You know, <laughs> five bucks a piece. Yeah. yeah, it's not possible. Moon Tower Comedy Festival, before it became a big thing in like 2018, 2019, was very, very well known in the comedy scene. But it was only well known because you could go for cheap and you can get hammered. And you'd walk out of there per night for like 100 bucks. Now, I will say, their acts that they've had on stage in the last year have just That's been insane. phenomenal. They've yeah. had like, I mean, we're talking the biggest names in comedy, including Andrew and then, but Parker. Then, but then, but then, oh, God damn it. Because he was on stage at Moon Tower, baby. He was not. Yeah, he was. That's where he did his open mic. It wasn't Moon Tower. No, might have been. Moon Tower. But we don't, Moon we Tower, don't know. Okay, you know the Moon Tower comedy? <laughs> yes, festival? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's one of the it's most huge. well-known comedy festivals in the country. Um, and to then, 
think of the nerve of a Joe Rogan to come into a town with that history of comedy to then say, I'm going to go build a proper comedy theater out in some fucking strip mall in Bastrop, not Bastrop, B Caves. And he's like, I'm going to bring comedy to Austin. I mean, just the sheer stupidity. Caucasity, I think, is the word you're looking for. Yeah, the caucasity of that of that moment. Yes, I mean, sounds about white. Yeah, it does sound about white. <laughs> I couldn't, I honestly, like, and everybody here was like, we don't have comedy. We've got one of the biggest comedy festivals in the world. Like, if you get invited, so, you know, the Austin Jenkins guy from Saturday Night Live? Is it Jennings or Jenkins? I can't remember. He does the Trump impressions, like, perfectly. That dude... Got a last-minute invite because one of the main acts got COVID. And they're like, dude, we want you here. We, you know, you were, he's on the list for, like, backup headliners in case COVID happens. And he's like, okay, I can only do, I can only do Saturday night if uh, they they release me, right, to go do this. And he he goes to uh, Larry, not Larry David. Who's the guy that does Saturday Night Live? Uh, Lorne Michaels. Lorne Michaels. He goes to his office and he's like, dude, I've got an opportunity to go to Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin, but it has to be Saturday. Their headliner couldn't make it. And kid you not, Lorne Michaels is like, just go. Like, we'll figure out how to do all these skits without you. Um, so, yeah, no, Moon Tower Comedy Festival is great. But yeah, long story rant, Mm. shorter Mm. than the length that it should have been. Um, (laughs) Frustrating. (laughs) That stuff doesn't even exist in this town really anymore. Now we all just fight for parking to go to some stupid fucking parking Tesla chargers and fucking trying to uh, dodge the next uh, pandemic. (laughs) The Tesla chargers aren't that bad yet. Uh-huh. Like, I'm waiting for that to happen. Luckily, I charge at home. But, but you have your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The parking situation is just a nightmare. Like, everywhere, dude. I can't wait for some asshole who lives down there near down the downtown area who's like, oh, I want to drive to my favorite restaurant. And they just roll out a long-ass extension cord and just plug it into their fucking... Like. I mean, honestly, the, the, the only thing that keeps people... In this town, if, if you were here before, call it 2017, the only thing that's keeping you here is how much you paid for your house. Yep. That's it. Because you're sitting on... Sitting on an, that, an, an that investment. Is that how you feel right now? No, no. There's good a question, lot more keeping question. me here, but it's, it's, it's the truth, right? Like, the stuff that we moved here for has been bulldozed. Like, there's nothing left of that vibe. Yeah, and that vibe was fun. It was a great time to be in Austin. Well, I also feel like I also feel like wasn't you, like you remember when we came from my bachelor party. That was fun as fuck. Bachelorette, this yeah, it was like, an entire rhythm to it that was so chill. Yeah, that doesn't exist. It's gone. Like that is not. But I it. do. I do feel like you. You live in you know living where you do. Like you still have a small. You live in a small town. Yes. Which is very different than if you lived in Austin proper, I feel like. 100%. Because Buda has still hasn't... I mean, yeah, it's changed definitely in the time that y'all have been there, but it's still a fucking small town and a really cool, yeah. cool-ass small town. 
Um, you can tell there's some old hippies who live and move there and, and they're just holding on. To yeah. It. <laughs> they're like, fuck this. No, we, we want a downtown area that's walkable. I don't give a shit. And, uh, and that's kind of so nice. That, that is also keeping me because this specific town is like, they don't want to do that. Right. No, but you need, there's too many people now. You both of y'all, frankly, the whole fucking corridor from, Dallas down to Austin needs to seriously pivot and start implementing effective pu- public transportation that people actually want to fucking use. Like you rail is ideal for wide open space. Oh, 100%. Let me let me hop on my hop on my rant real quick. Imagine a high speed rail that ran from Waco. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, it's been imagined. Dude, Dallas, all amazing. That, all that stuff sounds great, but I'm gonna tell you until we fix the like internal public transportation issues, the fucking, any sort of rail between cities will never fucking happen. Here's why. Here's like my latest pissed off moment. Uh, DCTA, the Denton County Transit Association is, or authority, whatever it is. They're the ones who run the... They're always authorities. Well, these people (laughs) have... Law, like it's bullshit. So they have bus stops. They they're responsible for running the buses and the trains here in Denton County. So from Denton Denton proper down to Louisville, Flower Mound, that area, um, they they're supposed to have they're supposed to provide transportation for people who live in Denton who work in Louisville or work in mm-hmm. live in Louisville and work in Denton, whatever it is it's supposed to be a good and in theory it would. Here's the it's deal: all about the payments, baby. The rail always runs. There's like. 15, 20 people on it at all times. Anytime I see it cross my route to work. But it costs nothing to run. Yes. And it, in, to be fair, it doesn't cost a whole lot to ride it either, which is kind of cool. Um, but rail, ha- per, rail per mile costs that whole train, even for freight, right? You can. Yeah, it's cheap. The, 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 stupidly it's, low. It's cheap. The issue is they've shut down all the bus stops. There mm. are no running bus stops, which. If you understand how fucking trains work, they can't really drive a fucking train to your job. But a bus could if they picked you up at the train station and they've eliminated all those. And I don't know if it's eliminated, but they've hung signs on every DCTA bus stop all over Denton County. And they're just saying this bus stop is no longer active. And I thought they were just shutting down like one or two lines. And I was like, I can get that. If they're like tightening up things or if there's construction going on in an area, the stop will be temporarily closed. But no. I passed one in Louisville back, you know, over where I used to work because traffic was such a motherfucker today on I-35. It took me Louisville or Louisville. Louisville, and it's L-E-W-E-L-E-W-I-S. It's Louis. Yeah. Oh, named after that Confederate son of a bitch. No, I don't know. I'm sure, just... we'll give you, we'll give you that. I don't know. I, Louisville bumps up against Flower Mound, which Louisville is one of the preeminent. Black Wall Street storefront. No, it absolutely don't listen to him. It's <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. They're the Louisville <laughs> fighting farmers. Yeah, I don't know. think they were. <laughs> I don't think that's it. That's not the hill to die <laughs> on. Dog. He was just some fucking guy. <laughs> he was fucking I Ted Lewis. Have, meanwhile, there's no guy named Louisville. They're just like, know. hey, Lewis, look at that. That looks kind of like a village. Uh-uh. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, they've shut down all the bus stops and it's pissing me off. And it leaves me almost zero hope that there will ever be transportation outside connecting city to city. Brian, is that I'm not talking about that kind of transportation. I'm talking about real. 
I'm not talking about Tulsa taking their current transit system and going just like, let's just put some fucking marketing behind it and see what happens. (laughs) I think people don't know that there are buses. Maybe let's try to start there. (laughs) No, it's not that. Go look at the routes. Okay. Go look at how long it takes you to get from your house to somewhere else. Oh yeah. 20 minutes with a car and then look at, take the bus for the same fucking route you know it'll be like two hours three hours it's not even close and then it's like and you gotta walk a mile to get to the fucking stop and then it's like no but you should take public transportation that's not a like a reasonable expectation you need to like invest in it more stops modern vehicles i think a high-speed rail between those cities and then each of those cities having like an effective like bus or rail system or monorail or something could be in reducing so many vehicles on the road. I could actually get to Austin without like being stuck on that fucking 35 Greyhound all the way down. Which takes forever. Have um, you tried the so, Flix okay, bus? On, you can wait, watch wait, a movie wait, wait, wait. on the Flix bus. Go ahead. Wait. Okay. So you're you're both right. Um the what, what you are pushing for is absolutely the future. What Brian is saying is absolutely true, which is why Pete Buttigieg has been, as the Department of Transportation secretary, putting in motion a lot. He's been freeing up a lot of money that's been stuck for um, the development of planning for the future of you know transportation in this country, because there is no way that it is cost effective, you're essentially asking the state to rebuild a highway system in rail, right? And we didn't even ask the states to do that for the interstate system that we currently have. So this is a federal government subsidized program that has to happen, that needs to be massive, that needs to be you know, at, at the level of what we're currently about to pass for the green energy bill that also has some fossil fuel subsidies in it for some fucking reason because Joe Manchin's a bitch. Um, But in any case, uh, that's, you know, that's the level of money it's going to take. There's no state, even even Texas, you know, to build this between, okay, so now we have a direct link between Houston, Dallas, Waco, uh, Austin, and San Antonio, and that's, that's the link, right? Like, that's the triangle. Well, what is going to make Texas competitive and more accessible is if that train went to Fredericksburg and stopped along the way, right? So that you can populate Johnson City and you can populate Fredericksburg. And, you know, that's what's going to make it pay off. Linking Austin and that stuff's all important. And that's kind of the backbone of the network. But that's where you see Europe be competitive because it's like okay you hire a, a dev uh, a developer or dev manager from spain that dude can live in pamplona pamplona is a town the size of buda right it's a tiny fucking village north of barcelona that is uh happens to be where they do the bull running but it's not big and most of the people there are like 75 years old but you can hire people from there because they have access to urban centers. They have access to, you know, high-speed internet and whatnot. Why? Why is it that everybody who works in tech in Austin has to live in this ring? 
why can't we live in Fredericksburg? It's a beautiful town. You know, like, and most people can't live there because the schools aren't good. You know, there's not access to good public transportation to get them into city center, Austin quickly. Like, that's the way America has to start thinking. Because these rural communities that exist here are, they're farcical. It's a waste of land and a waste of space. It just, honestly, like, oh, you have a 10,000 acre ranch? Fuck, man. Why can't we just use that for homeless housing? Can like, I just say, uh, and this, maybe it sounds conspiracy theory. Maybe it's the absolute spot on truth. But if you go to some of these rural communities and you see how they run, it's like big box, chain, mm -hmm. everything. So everybody works at the places that they also patronize. And it is essentially in a massive scale, like back on the, you know, and I'm not saying this to be insensitive, but where the farmer, it's not slavery, but like the farmer owns the fucking. Yeah, you're talking about indentured that the employees shop from at the end of the day. Well, but that's that. There's actually a term for that, and that's why they don't want an infrastructure that would modernize towns like this. Yeah, I'll I'll look it up. There is, is, it there called, is a term for it. It's not. It's it's, Hoovervilles are the 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 shanty towns from back. Yeah, Mansion's um, wet dream, I think, is what you're talking about. No. What do yeah. you guys think about that theory? Is that real? I mean, it's yeah. it's something that is like when I go back to my hometown, I absolutely see that, and I've seen it for a long time. That's why I got out of my hometown, where yeah. you have people who are like, yeah, you have people who work at the local pharmacy, the work the local like at the public school, work at the like city of you know uh, like clerk's office or whatever. But then, yeah, everybody else is kind of relegated to working hourly minimum wage jobs at the play at, at food and stuff. And that's where they spend their, their money that they make at food and stuff is at food and stuff and the gas station outside food and stuff. And oh, you're the guy at McDonald's, he gets his 50% employee discount. So yeah, I'm going to fucking eat at McDonald's. And yeah. Shit. And so I'm going to feed the, that to my family because that's the absolute, probably the only thing that I can, that I can buy for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. There's, keep you on that fucking yeah. there's a term for it and i i can't find it at the moment yeah um wikipedia calls it a, a company town which is also another term for it but um so it that was, like a company town yes yeah, so, oh. but back in the back sorry back in the day um i believe it was carnegie I think it was Carnegie. I don't, this is pretty slanderous. I want to make sure I get it right. I think it was Carnegie, though, that oh, issued. Man. No, he would pay his employees in Carnegie bucks. And they would spend that at the company store in the company town. He would get all his money back plus profit. So, no, this is a model that's well known. And Walmart is the preeminent, you know, individual who built they pioneered it baby yeah. <laughs> they didn't pioneer it they just copied it but they, they the plan was always for walmart to employ a significant amount of the town's population and the town loves walmart initially because i have access to all these products and it's like, yeah we also need all your fellow people here to work here you know and yeah. eventually that drives mom and pop business out and whatnot and the whole town gets uh, poorer because Walmart has lowered the prices to such an extent that Walmart's the only people making money. You're talking about company 
sorry, go ahead, Brian. You're talking about company script. That's the uh, like That's the 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 term for paying someone in a a quote unquote legal tender that can only be used in a certain certain space. Um, uh, that it was um, used in the United Kingdom with truck acts. Um, okay. and then it was part that became illegal in 1938 in the United States as part of the fair labor standards act. Um, less than a hundred years ago, less than a hundred years ago, people were paying employees in company script to use at the company, company store. So if, if, if you think about this, right, less than a hundred years ago, if that same law had an end date, Republicans would not pass it today. They would not pass that today. I can guarantee it. You mean the you're you're hold up because the way you said that was like they would be. You're explain what you just said. Like explain what you mean. Oh no, the Fair Labor Act that had all of these things included in it. The the things of like paying people with company script. Paying people with company script. The it, Republican it also included holiday paid holidays. Oh, and time off. Yes. Paid time mm-hmm. off uh, and uh, guaranteed working for or no more than forty hour work week. Forty hours a week, all that stuff that the so, labor unions won. There is no way that Republicans pass that today. No way. Yeah. Like in no form of reality do they believe that those rights should exist today. And they Correct. say it all the time. No, not at all. So I child labor camp in uh, Alabama, Hyundai. Alabama is a child labor camp. I, okay, so producing uh, fucking auto parts in a noisy ass, dangerous factory. What I always find shocking about people being shocked about this, like we we allow individuals to open up factories in this country. The oversight. He, he put country in air quotes. I don't know why he. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> the pause, he, yeah, he <laughs> it was implied. Sorry, the oversight commissions are already unable to keep up with their current, you know, inspection load. And now all of a sudden, they've got to go figure out if there's child labor at the Hyundai factory. No wonder this factory has been open for like six years and they just now found out that some of these parts were produced by like 12 year olds. Well, and, and apparently, the, the local officials have known and just they just that. didn't care that's that so that's what i want to get to is it's the sheer level of stupidity that we have reached authority in this country that we're like okay we see this is wrong but it's not my kid you know or even if you know it isn't my kid and i know it's wrong and i would report it but hey it's mary and she needs the money you know like Instead of focusing on the fact that Hyundai is exploiting children, right, and profiting off of that and understanding that there are laws to protect you in that scenario, and more importantly, that they are, you know, running afoul of American labor laws and all that shit. You're just sitting there going, well, it's okay. That's all right. You know, it's it's just it's not a problem. I I, I don't understand where these people come. I, I, they are they are at the same level of like child rapists and those individuals. It's the same fucking shit. You are taking any sort of future away from a kid because you are a selfish piece of shit. Um, whether it's for your 
you know, desires for sexual completion or monetary desires. I don't really give a shit. You are putting a kid in front of, you know, desires that that you have and you fucked up in your own life. And now all of a sudden this kid's got to pay for it. Like, think about the parents who send their kid to that job every day. Yeah. Like, I don't care how desperate you are for money. Go go fucking prostitute yourself out before you send a 12-year-old who's supposed no, to be... No, no, no. Hey, 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 hold on. So one story I heard specifically is a child a child was abducted from a Guatemalan family, and, like, the authorities didn't do anything. Yeah, that's even... I mean, that's so, even more. So a lot of times, it's like, literally, people are trafficked to these yeah. places. It's and, to fucking Alabama. Like... Or even just in the area, like they just go and pick on vulnerable populations and like kidnap their children and nobody does anything. And then they're found in a fucking Hyundai parts factory, you know, two years later. Just me and the listener, baby. Okay. No, sorry. I was was reading up on it. So... The ones that are the uh, the three charges that were filed recently were all filed on there. They were it was a girl who turns 14 in August, her older brother, who is 15 and her younger brother, who is 12. They were all found working and they were they it sounds like there was some nefarious activity done there because their family actually lived like 45 minutes away. But from that where the factory was and the factory, to be fair, (laughs) To, to be fair to Hyundai, the global corporation, it yeah. was a subsidiary. Please, please. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was it was it was not a uh, it was not a Hyundai factory, but it was a factory that uh, built a Hyundai parts factory that was contracted was smart. by Hyundai. Yeah, which is hilarious that it was contracted out to a company that was called Smart S M A R T. And the Smart company says that it. They can't be held responsible. Yeah, how are we to and know that Hyundai there are? Says they can't be held responsible. T-Rex somehow, arms. under the grace of, you know, who fucking knows what happened, but apparently somehow, some children ended up working in the factory, <laughs> and nobody knows how that fucking. Three happened. siblings. Well, so hold on, hold three on. siblings. That, that whole, like, corporate structure, is how it's done in China. Like in China, they literally, in order to pass the Apple whatever those supply chain checks are that they do. Yeah. They just say, oh, we buy from these people. That's how they passed it the first time. Oh, the now Fox. Those people are part of your supply chain, and now Apple needs to go and do the same due diligence over there. Well, in the in, We can't because they keep jumping off initial, the top of the building, landing in the nets, you know? We can't. Their, yeah, in their initial audits, they did not go to the, like, tertiary suppliers. So they've now these people are fucking stupid. I mean, they're not stupid. Like they they are not not as stupid as what they're doing. Yeah, they know know exactly what they're doing. Right, but they think we're dumb. Yeah, like we don't. You know, they got us. (laughs) It's like no. I mean, I still know (laughs) at the end of the day you're being a fucking bitch and just acting. If if you think about it, like honestly. The sad reality of it is, is we probably all have prod products in our homes that have child labor components. Like there's, there's a hundred percent likelihood that you do, but it's for it to happen in Alabama and for it to be covered up by the local authorities, it says something 
about the state of like authority in this country about what people think they can get away with. Yeah. What people believe to what be people's priorities are virtuous morally, like, or, the, Alabama. or, or like, I think Alabama has like a what, like an 80% church attendance rate or some bullshit. Like it's crazy. Like these are hardcore Christians. Lest we forget the, like what you have to do as a family to say that, yeah, my preteen and teens need to go to work so that we can make enough money to survive. And or, what or, that like, what that survive yeah. looks like, like what we're, what we're putting it's Alabama bitch. Like it's like, not that great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is Alabama. But at the same time, like, if it's happening in Alabama where the population is way less dense, how often is it happening in a population-dense area like Dallas? And, like, yeah. I-, I say that because I know every two or three years, and this is very specific and very gross, but there are strip clubs that get busted every couple of years for having underage girls dancing in their strip clubs. Well, do you guys, are you guys aware that we have like a serious human trafficking issue? Oklahoma city has long been the human trafficking capital of North America. Yeah, did y'all know that? Right up. I didn't know about Oklahoma city. Oklahoma city. Know that, like, there's a serious, like under swept under, yep. no one talks about it. Francois, uh, Frank is right. He's pointing, he's doing the old sign of the cross, but it's because major interstates connect there in Oklahoma city and they connect Lots of other cities where humans can yeah, be can easily trafficked. And Minneapolis to Mexico. McAllen. Yeah. yeah. And without ever highway. Yep. And so, so that's yeah. Uh, human trafficking is fucked. Uh, one of the things working in the beer industry. Thank you. Uh, what's his fucking F was FDR? FDR. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't. We couldn't take. Hey, listen. We saw hey, what Hitler yeah, was doing with the Autobahn, and we were like, I think he might be on top of that. So. <laughs> um, one of the things... I mean, could, you, could you imagine... Sorry, just on that statement. Could you imagine in this country if we had to go everywhere by county road? I couldn't imagine it. Couldn't imagine I'd it. enjoy the shit out of them. I, I mean, the interstates mirror I county roads. I so. cruise, man. I am such a cruising kind of guy. I love the road trip, you know? Like, okay. I'm here for the trip itself. I one of the best one of the best drives I've had as an adult like but no fuck that since I got my driver's license was driving from Dallas to Northern San Antonio and after at at the Hillsboro like I thirty five E and W connection I didn't touch I thirty five I just drove back roads from Hillsboro to Northern San Antonio and I did it solo because Mrs Brian wouldn't ever leave i-35 in that part of the state but me my white ass definitely left the highway at that point and enjoyed the ride through some of the most racist parts of texas yeah but the roads were great roads (laughs) were great did you maintain the roads (laughs) well no the road the roads were i had to dodge a bunch of potholes but that was part of the part of the thrill you know oh i had to dodge the clan called you felt like you were one with the road. i was one with the road i was one with the road i was running from the clan and dodging potholes never felt more alive it was great yeah i mean there's something there's something to be said about gripping a tight corner on i don't know county road 125 just north of fredericksburg (laughs) yeah shit gets real squirrely when you fucking have to outrun the grand wizard but still dodge that two-foot pothole I will say in, in areas where it's like fucking can- the cornfields of Kansas or Iowa or... Yeah, no, there should be no speed limit to that, through us. the entire you know, state of Kansas. That Those places, yeah, like screw that. 
some villa. more beautiful places. Yeah, I'm all about the slower. I, yeah, I don't, I don't mind the backcountry roads. Obviously, Texas, in Colorado, you can't back roads all the way to your house. For, you know, huh? because Texas is pretty gorgeous. Texas is gorgeous. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not knocking back road driving, but I'm saying, in terms of efficiently getting somewhere, with the amount of people we currently have driving, the interstate system is valid. It is what it is. It's what we need to, you know, conduct commerce. And right. um, unfortunately, it does come with some consequences. Track. Yeah, but when you look at that situation in Alabama, that is a whole bunch of people with no moral compass thinking about nothing but the almighty dollar. Like it, it is disgusting. Speaking of people with a great moral compass, can we get into what Villem and I were talking about before the cast? Tabuli town, USA, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Bristow, Oklahoma. Bristow. Well, it's the greater Tulsa area. I've seen the it. Greater Tulsa area. Hashtag green country. Hashtag. Hashtag the Mediterranean of the Midwest. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hashtag. Uh, oh, fucking. I had something for this, I swear. Uh, hum, us, hum, hum USA. Hum, yeah. It's more of a written thing. Come on, man. It's hum USA. What are you doing? Yeah, I know, but you got to see it spelled out because it's the big U and then the S and the A. It's, but then the oh, yeah, rest of the. He's confused. Hum, yeah, yeah, exactly. How uh, how active are y'all on your local subreddits? Uh, yeah, not as active as you, Villem. Jesus Christ, I think you have you've dialed in. Maybe some would say a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit close to the subreddits of your local uh, local fooderies. How the fuck did you find the Reddit th- or the like what you what you sent us? The Tabuli one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- of course I'm talking about the Tabuli one. Yeah, no, not not the dancing in front of the fire. That one I, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> seen that. That's a year late on that. Yeah, that's a that's a Frank sending a reels to a TikTok that Brian saw a month and a half ago. No, I'm just super into... So, oh, oh, you're talking about the article. Yes. Well, because you were doubting... <laughs> I, I I was yeah I was I was doubting the legitimacy this part of the country Brian. the the statement of Tabuli is all over Oklahoma that you said it is real son okay why why Tabuli uh, it's part there's apparently a <laughs> I don't get it I don't get it I'm sorry I fucking love Tabuli well, I like it but I like basil have you ever had basil Tabuli much better. Oh, I bet I would love basil. Have you ever had yeah. street corn? That's where I so good. So uh, good. I just okay. Well, I respect if you guys have the best tabbouleh in town, I'll go eat it. I just don't know why. Why did it start with tabbouleh? Normally, this starts with hummus. It starts with the grape leaf things. Straight to tabbouleh. Tabbouleh is a tabbouleh. Now I I don't know that we have like the best, you know, but we have really good tabbouleh here. I. You, there's two things. One, you can find tabbouleh on almost, I, I don't want to say any menu, but like you go to McNelly's Irish Public House and there's tabbouleh on the menu. I okay? would be, That's I, all I'm saying. So I'm define, what? define, because yeah, no, Willem is making some crazy ass statements. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying, I'm not saying they're incorrect. McNally. I'm not saying they're incorrect. I'm just saying they're wild. There's just crazy <laughs> shit that's coming <laughs> you out of your face. The hot pot bit? 
came to Stillwater and everybody's like, yeah, oh, we got this new fancy restaurant. People and it's just a that place. spot you like boil meat. That's what it is. It's hot great, pot, baby. But, it's, it's, but like I'm hot pot in water, Oklahoma, of all places. Okay, real quick. For the people, maybe the the people who uh, are not as culinarily classy as you, Willem. No, they're just not as oklamized. Oh, of course. They, have not, they haven't, they haven't uh, oklamated to the current culinary climate. So can you tell people what a, t- a Tulsan tabbouleh is? Um, yeah, please. Pray do tell. It's not. It's Pray just tabbouleh. If you no, know no. what tabbouleh is, what is tabbouleh? Yeah, let's define it. Come on, let's start. Tabbouleh is uh, tabbouleh. Tabbouleh. She's a girl with a round. Fuck, you're really gonna quiz me on this. So tabbouleh is basically some sort of grain, usually couscous. I want to say right. Couscous, more like yeah, poo poo. Right. right. And right. then you'll have like parsley in there, tomato, Onion. vinegar. Sometimes you'll have like cucumber in there. You can have some people put onion in there. It kind of depends. Garlic, sorry, bulgur wheat. It can be either bulgur wheat or couscous. But people make like um, farro or there's uh, so it's a Lebanese. What's that other one? The long grain that people love to make salads out of uh, quinoa. Orzo, 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 orzo as well. Yeah, yeah. So it, that. just a, it's a Lebanese dish uh, with some sort of grain, some sort of veggies, and like yeah. tomato and some sort of acid. And so it's kind of like open. I mean, you can really go for yes. it. Yes, and tabbouleh can be spelled like all in. Yeah, like tabbouleh, my bread. They're nuts <laughs> deep in tabbouleh right now. Yeah, it's like whatever you want. If it's on the menu, like I'll get a burger. And I'll get it twice. Over a- Burger and fries. No, yo, I, hold on. Fries, I love tabbouleh okay. as well, but you still have not defined what. Oh, what why here? To be like, we're tabbouleh the whole fucking town. I'm Guy Fieri, <laughs> and I'm in Tabbouleh Town, USA, Tulsa, Oklahoma, <laughs> checking out the hottest tabbouleh spots that you guys voted for. Come on! Like I'm in the stadium at Boone Pickens, and there's like the little corresponded hey at this point i'm expecting tabbouleh at boom if mike gundy's not if mike gundy doesn't have a bowl of tabbouleh at his first post-game press conference i'm gonna call you a liar villain and i'm gonna be printing up brand new absolutely brand new stickers don't tabbouleh my buddha Um, be in the mail tomorrow. Here, hold on, keep going. I got a quote. You have a quote about okay, tabbouleh and Tulsa. No, tabbouleh, though, like we grew up. I mean, grew up. Went to school. You grew up there, Brian. Uh, I spent six years of my life in that state. To find a unique thing that wasn't, I don't know, like, goddamn, one of the best buffets in town. Everybody can agree, sirloin stockade. Um, <laughs> the place is great. The place is great. After Thanksgiving uh, at sirloin stockade, so you sad. still have a good impression of sirloin stockade. That sounds like the saddest thing I'm I've a, ever heard. If you, do you remember that, Philip? I might die if I ever set foot inside of a sirloin stockade again. I, I feel like sirloin stockade. All of, all of the bitterness I repressed on that day for having <laughs> We literally had nowhere else to go. Fucking sirloin stockade. I feel like sirloin stockade is a fucking punishment from the Middle Ages. <laughs> to the sirloin stockade with you, <laughs> they just hit you with old meat. Old country buffet or a scoreboard? You know those <laughs> scoreboard? Is that a strip club? Back it up! Back it up! Sorry, I was a little too loud. 
Sorry, scoreboard is not a buffet, my friend. Scoreboard is only a buffet <laughs> if if you're skateboarding down the street. Remember, they have an ice cream machine. Order That's water free on Fridays. <laughs> Order water and go eat ice cream. Then get kicked out of the store after about thirty minutes. Poor of kids eating. make poor decisions. Okay, let's be real. Yeah, we covered that last week with the uh, the holes <laughs> in random good. doors. OCB, that one was. Owl Country Buffet is great. Uh, uh, oh, okay, so I mean, Sirloin Stockade, maybe not the best one in town, but it's it was better than Golden Corral but in that town. Did did Sirloin Stockade have tabbouli? Never had. Tabbouli. Well, they probably do now. Oh yeah, because it's taken over. It's the craze that's taken over the nation. <laughs> Me right now, they, all they have is one little container of iceberg lettuce with some tomatoes and uh, oil, like you know, all, all on oil. it, and then it's just like seventeen different kinds of tabbouli. <laughs> That's the way we got your bleeding edge in terms of cuisine. The next Forrest Gump, the next Forrest Gump is going to have some dude from Oklahoma scrubbing floors with the main character going, There's bacon tabbouleh, there's chicken tabbouleh, there's tabbouleh with garlic, tabbouleh without garlic, and it just goes on for 10 minutes. That's that's it. Some weird fish tabbouleh that smells a little off, but if you're brave enough. <laughs> you might be all right. That's strong enough, but probably be that's, fine. That's catfish tabbouleh. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like it's no, it's Oklahoma. It's, it's Oklahoma ceviche. It's catfish uh, tabbouleh. Do we do we have do we have a, a definitive reason for why tabbouleh is doing what it's doing? Apparently, let the, the Lebanese. Yes, we do. So there's a strong Lebanese showing, especially in <laughs> the Creek County area, and okay. so. And I actually know the reason why there are a lot of Lebanese in this area, or not a lot. I don't mean that in like a. It sounds like you've you've collected them. It sounds like you've collected them into one neighborhood, and I don't like it. Here might say uh, I'm I'm offended for Lebanese at this point. It's okay. (laughs) You guys appropriately cultural appropriate whatever you want. But anyway, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where like just the the right things came together and. You can find tabbouleh all across town here. It's not in Oklahoma. Kale right. prices were low. It's no like one a was the area thing. Bristow, etc. But there's Did a you? tabbouleh festival once a year in Bristow, Oklahoma. There's tabbouleh on menus that you would be like that. You're just like, why is there tabbouleh on this menu? <laughs> <laughs> that any menu, any menu that's, that's not that's not a Lebanese the menu. The question came up. It was. <laughs> Best tabbouleh in town, and obviously this isn't going to be controversial yeah. in Tulsa. It was OSU Mike on Reddit. We all know OSU Mike, <laughs> <laughs> right? No three. I'm Good guessing day. that's when he graduated. Mm, pretty. So we could probably find this guy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, just go to your local Lebanese restaurant, and he's the I'm one chowing. Sorry. He's nuts deep in tabbouleh right now. <laughs> Not only that, like you know, people leave comments. Okay, if you're leaving a comment, you don't upvote. This dude, best tabbouleh in town, 23 upvotes, 56 comments. Jesus. <laughs> Seven people reading this right now. Posted eight hours ago. That's wow. funny. Um, but so the best tabbouleh in town, according to here, is not in town because it's in Sepulpa. It's <laughs> but it's at Freddy's Barbecue. And I will tell you, this name, Freddy's Barbecue, comes up a lot in this thread. People are all about this Fred, Freddy's place. Five Freds in this whole thread. What the fuck? Uh, Here's the question. Here's the question. And he says, hold on. And he says, their tabbouleh is downright amazing. I go there a few times a month just to order a quart of it to go. The rest of their food is meh. This guy goes... 
pie in your eye goes. Their hummus is great too. I always pick up both when I'm there. Just move that tabbouleh out of the styrofoam container once you get it home. It gets greasy. And then Choctaw Joe responds back. Yes, it does. You're right about their hummus. I also grab a bottle of their barbecue sauce uh, a couple times a year. It's very tangy and not sweet. Different than the stuff you find at the supermarket. This is an absolute Don't go to Freddy's for the food, it sounds like. (laughs) Wait, where is it? Is Freddy's, where, what town is Freddy's located in? Sepulpa. Okay. (laughs) So it's like a satellite of Tulsa, basically. So if you type in Freddy's Barbecue, it's actually a fucking fictional barbecue joint in House of Cards, which will get you into some weird places. I.E. Freddy I.E. I.E., yeah. Oh, and it's got California Pizza Kitchen's logo. What the fuck is happening at Freddy's? Look at it. Look at it, Frank. Look, just Google it. It's fucking CPK shit. Slinging that taboo. <laughs> And, well, here's the thing. What the it sounds f- like Freddy's in the wrong business. Yes. Yeah. No shit. Exactly. Yeah, that is California pizza kit. Wow. B- BBQ and steakhouse. And then can I tell you the next top answer? Oh is- wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let's just analyze this Freddy's things for a second, okay? Barbecue restaurant, best tabbouleh. They spell tabbouleh wrong. I have never oh. seen tabbouleh spelled that way. Don't buy the food. <laughs> buy the hummus. <laughs> Buy the chickpeas. And this the sauce is okay. It's better than the grocery store. That's what? the review of Freddy's. So, what is Fre- Freddy's? Should be mixing up some euros. It sounds. No, like. fucking, I just realized I've been to Freddy's. How, dude? I've never seen. I didn't get the tabbouleh though. I don't think somebody at Freddy's needs. to... I don't understand how they're spelling the shit. How, how would you spell hummus? Go ahead. Don't look at the I don't menu. Know. I'm looking at Freddy's tabbouleh, and Freddy's tabbouleh has zero. And I mean zero parsley in it, which sounds doesn't sound like doesn't sound like traditional tabbouleh. I don't think it's a requirement to have well, parsley. Well, it's or Lebanese, so the owners know they know how to. Oh, they have a fake barbecue restaurant. Now. That's the problem. Yeah, huh? they have a I fake. They barbecue. have a fake barbecue restaurant. Yeah, because look at their oh, shit. It must be a different style, but they do have like I I just realized I've been to freaking Freddy's. I had their grape leaves and they were good. I well, fucking okay grape down. leaves with stuff their, with couscous. Uh, the cabbage rolls apparently are nice too. I bet I bet they had a meeting as a family like give the Americans what they want. I think the BB. <laughs> I think the I don't BB like that. Some sort of uh, disconnect. In, in understanding of what BBQ is. Yeah. We're going to slowly draw the Americans over to the dark side by giving them a little taboo, a little grape leaf. Here's what I want to read. Single-handedly infiltrated as Middle Eastern folk, the Tulsa community. I Thanks mean, think of that as a news story. Think of that as a, you got Tulsans to eat hummus mm-hmm. while Al-Zawari just got Nailed with a blender from the sky. Okay, some infiltration in these parts, if you know what I mean. Okay, I just want to palate infiltration. I want to throw. I want to throw out three things real quick. Egregious errors, in my opinion. They spell hummus H O U M A S. That's not hummus. Whoa, tabuli. The best tabuli, according to fucking Stephen with a P H O four nine on Reddit. Tabuli is spelled T A B O U L Y. We ain't got no alibi to bully. Yeah, yeah. Tabouli. I didn't know about the L Y. I see okay. L I usually. Yeah. Ugh. 
or or leh uh, but hey steven's one of the converts he's probably joining the taliban next here's the deal you can get the the hors d'oeuvres it sounds great it's it's hors d'oeuvresy hors d'oeuvresy hors (laughs) d'oeuvres uh how how Relish dish, which I anything that is just generic oh, dish, I'm love that. Tabbouleh cabbage roll, which you said was good. Barbecue rib and bologna salad. Sounds terrible. Don't know what the fuck's happening. I do, I don't understand why that's a thing. Baked po- Freddy's. Yes, baked potato and ta- oh, sorry. You know what? Okay, the comma is in there. It's barbecue rib and bologna, comma salad, comma baked potato and Texas toast. So okay, not as egregious as I thought. I thought that there was a, I, like a main course. Yeah, I think I kind of think I'm gonna go down to Freddy's again. You know what? Do that and then get their teriyaki chicken. You know, a barbecue house steakhouse staple. What the fuck is happening at Freddy's? <laughs> Freddy's decided they're a barbecue steakhouse and they're going to take. What I mean, that kind of is cuisine, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> you can pretty much put whatever you want in that house. <laughs> Listen oh, to that. this. Listen Teyaki to this. Chicken, Brian, that's the steakhouse. Listen part. to this. Teriyaki chicken, eighteen ninety five. But wait, there's more. Grilled chicken breast topped with our house made teriyaki sauce, grilled onions, peppers, and pineapple served on a bed of rice with halmas relish dish, tabbouleh cabbage roll, barbecue rib. And potato salad, dude. You yeah. get the fucking hors. You get the hors d'oeuvres well, with the teriyaki that. chicken. What the fuck? But you got you got to imagine. I'm telling you, this is a slow draw into Lebanese cooking. So they're like, no. <laughs> Hold on. The base recipe for the teriyaki chicken, obviously rice, obviously chicken. Maybe put a little chive onions on there, whatever. Oh, they got that. Let's hit him with the hummus. Let's hit him with the grape leaf. Hummus. With the cabbage roll, whatever we need to. (laughs) They're bound to like one of these bitches. And then their long run game here is in 10 years, Freddy's is going to be Freddy's Lebanese. Oh, yeah. Okay, but listen, no barbecue. My wife's grandmother loved eating at Freddy's. Not like all the time or anything, but like she we did birthday dinner over there and stuff like that. Oh, fair enough. No, I'm sure it's well, great. I'm, no, I'm just saying it's like, you know. It sounds I mean, like they're, they're doing their thing. How do you feel about Char Char? That's a Lebanese restaurant. Next time you go, Villem? This is one we want to try. We have send to- us send us pictures from Freddy's with the tabbouleh bowl. <laughs> so that we can be sure A it's so we can evaluate. Yeah. Uh that's fair. I kind of want to go now, though. <laughs> like, take, take some home there. and be sure, be sure to, from the sound of it, ship it to me in a styrofoam container. No, no, take it out of the styrofoam so it doesn't get greasy. What dot, the dot, 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 greasy? What no. is happening in the tabuli? I just, uh, yeah, the fact okay. that Tulsa has a tabuli. Char Char is one we want to try. Char Char is one we want to try. Char Char sounds it's good, and they have roasted corn. Ooh. Um. I've been to Saffron's. I've not had their tequila. Now, there's another one on here, though. Albert G's, which is another barbecue place. But that is a legitimate, actual barbecue. Dude. Oh, you're not going to get... It's an Irish restaurant and a, a barbecue joint. And they're right next to each other, too. And they're both slanging tequila. Okay. It looks like Wildflower Cafe at 11th and Peoria. Yeah. New, new game in town. Extra lemony, just how I like it. 
I'm trying to. I've I've only had their breakfast, and they have some bomb ass, like brunch food. Oh my god! And it's like not too expensive. It's just like good quality, home cook. You know, I don't know. Great diner. Now, Wildflower Eleventh in uh, Peoria. Great diner. Now I'm gonna. I may. I'm gonna sound like a tourist here because I'm not a Tulsa strong. Let's take so, a little Tulsa I don't, tour. What's I don't up? know. I don't know if you've tried any of these, and these are close to you. But there are two different restaurants named Tabuli's. <laughs> there's Tabuli's, and there's Tabuli's Greek Grill. They look to be pretty short distance from uh, be- you know between them. They're surrounding the gathering place essentially, so it's in that part of town. Um, they're both over there. Yeah, Tabuli's oh, and Tabuli's. Tabuli's that's downtown. Uh, this one might be downtown. Tabuli's might be downtown. I've been to that one. I used to get my lunch over there. Now, Tabuli's Greek nice Grill. Greek, Greek gentleman, huh? Now, Tabuli's Greek Grill, which is right next to It's Greek to Me. So, apparently, this is Greek town. I don't like that. I don't like how they... <laughs> fuck I don't like that. I don't like that. that Uh-oh. It's in the Blue Dome District. I don't, yeah, that seems... Great Athens yeah. and Santorini in the middle of Tulsa. Who thought that Santorini in Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Over there with the... The known Lebanese uh, hobby town USA in Burlington Coat Factory. Um, yeah, you're in the Burlington. <laughs> you're in Woodland Hills Mall. Goat Factory. Oh, oh my God! You are T- practically a king. Tabuli's Greek Grill and it's Greek to me are both located in a mall. That's why they're so close to each other. <laughs> Southern, wait, is it Southern Hills? Yeah, it's, Woodland Hills. It's a Woodland Hills. Woodland Hills. Yeah, they're. Uh, they're feuding across the parking lot. They're throwing yeah, shit across okay, the... Okay, hey, here's another one. Bill and Ruth's, you see that one? On 15? Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's a little deli, super, you know, like, known or whatever, owned by Greeks. So, Willem, what I'd like you to do is... Bang in Tabuli, yeah. Um, I don't like that. Either. If you were ever in Bristow... Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to attend this yearly Tabuli festival. <laughs> I don't think I'm conveying to you all how much I fucking love Tabuli. Honestly, oh no, it's coming across. Love Tabuli, love Tabuli. Really fucking weird that this is such a big thing in Oklahoma, but uh-huh. love Tabuli. Um, as well, it's just odd. I mean, <laughs> it is, super I random. <laughs> but it works for me. I mean, the oddest experiences. Willem's like, I like yeah. shitty cuts of lettuce and lettuce adjacent product and mixing those together with grain. Love it. You throw some lemon and olive oil. I'm in the land of Sonic and dollar uh, thrifty. Oh yeah. How <laughs> tabouli world. Uh-huh. Um, okay. One recommendation and you need to either verify this or not, but you need to verify it. Pizza Hut in Bristow has fucking tabbouleh. I know. I'm I'm curious it, about this one too. A what? This is what this guy says. He's like really fucking good tabbouleh over there. He's like I'm not even sure if they serve it anymore, but back then y'all fu- y'all are fucking with me. Is this that- no dead ass? Villain, if you don't use the No Beer Left Behind credit card and take your you and the misses out for a nice tabbouleh night on the town this weekend. And the report NBA back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? Use uh, you, you know what GL code we use for Tabuli around here. Okay. You just obviously. Brian, Brian will Venmo you to cover it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next month. Uh, sure to keep it to us in styrofoam containers because I've heard the the Pizza Hut it it keeps it, well. It keeps well in styrofoam. If you put it in saran wrap, it will fucking rot. 
I don't know. There's something about the interaction with the. You gotta be careful for the. Much grease. They use. They use bacon grease in their in the Pizza Hut to bully. That's how they get you. Um, Pizza Hut is like, uh, you know, this tabbouleh market seems to be heating up. (laughs) I I gross myself out just thinking about lettuce with fucking bacon fat on it. Oh, God. Have you seen the sales in Bristow, Oklahoma of tabbouleh? We need to take this nationwide. And then they come up with what essentially would be the advertisement that McDonald's did for the fucking McPlant burger, which they thought was a great idea. Um like to bully your pizza or whatever real quick yeah. take to bully national speaking of the plant burger yeah. did y'all see that the you know burger king does the impossible burger mm-hmm. did you see that they're offering the bacon impossible burger at burger king what yeah let that sink in for a second impossible bacon on there nope regular bacon on the impossible patty <laughs> why is you're cutting your assumption a little bit a bit yeah like, are they though i mean well you you would think like most people think why would you substitute oh, it's, i see yeah yeah most people would think initially like oh the only reason you would ever eat an impossible burger is if you're vegan or vegetarian not no. the case sometimes you just want to as frank pointed out cut your meat consumption a little bit but you still want that juicy juicy bacon which as a person who likes impossible beef or impossible meat in general good, yeah. it's good but when you see it takes you back but also i will say you back <laughs> if you're adding bacon to an impossible burger your saturated fat consumption just went That's way what I'm thinking. like I, it's I'm keto sure baby it's keto impossible burger is worse for you than the fucking just beef it it is in saturated fat but it has other you know components that are not as bad for you as beef beef so it's not it's not quite the same but it's you know, once you add the pork, I'm sure. Makes Frank, sense. Frank uh, I'm I'm getting a call from the booth that you have to go. Uh, your, no, no, your just, lights went out at your house. <laughs> uh, I've got a light on over here. Okay. My, my wife went to bed, and I'm just uh, the light in the dark. You're in the you're in the dark. You're lit by the light of your microphone. Okay, yeah. so Brian, uh, guys, I actually do have to get going. That's fine. I've got a. I honestly, I want to find a With Greek restaurant that's open. This. This tabbouleh spelling is going to piss you the fuck off. Straight up. Okay, hit me with it. It is T-A-B-O-U-L-E-H. I'm fine with that. That's actually traditional tabbouleh. That's like if you were, like, that's how you see it written, uh, like, traditionally. Tabbouleh is is spelled that way. Okay. I will give you that. I thought you were going to call it tabbouleh, T-A-B-O-U-L-E-I-G-H, in which case I will fucking shut this goddamn podcast down. Okay. Well, then I got this for you, Brian, because uh, the hummus spelling that you didn't like, the hummus. 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 Other spellings include, this is from the wiki, uh-huh. other spellings include H-O-M-O-U-S, H-O-U-M-O-S, hmm. H-O-U-M-U-S, and similar variants. I don't like it. While H-U-M-U-S, as it is spelled in Turkish, it's sometimes found it is avoided as a heteronym of hummus, organic matter in soil. Huh. H-U-M-U-S, which I always... mostly stay away from H-U-M-U-S. I, which yeah, but, I get because... Wait, wait, wait. But that's, that's, that comes down to pronunciation. Uh, it, it's like hummus. Yeah, no, I was gonna say because you say humus for the if you're talking about soil, mm-hmm. but don't it's, say 
Right. But, so, so just when writing it, I think what they're saying is I mean, in, in speaking, no, nah. <laughs> it's no different. No, yeah, I mean, but no, but uh, all that to say this, like H O U M U S it's valid. It's fucking, it's real. It's the, I think I, if I, I don't know, I already pulled it down, but I thought there's was Freddy's, you know, the renowned barbecue steakhouse, um, <laughs> with teriyaki chicken, Lebanese Korean barbecue joint. <laughs> Owned by Lebanese. Owned by, I, they could be owned by fucking someone who is the teriyaki chicken, like, chef de jour. Uh, and he can still. I'm okay anything as long as my teriyaki chicken is on the fucking menu. Yeah. <laughs> listen, do you think it was an investor's call? They were like, listen, I will give you all the money you need to open this restaurant. Are you okay with that? Yes, very much so. I, I love it. I'll spell tabbouleh terribly. I'm like, all right, fine. Oh, one last thing. Yeah? What is it? Teriyaki chicken. What about it? Grandma, Must have teriyaki. it. Gotta have teriyaki chicken. And make sure that every hors d'oeuvre that you have comes with that teriyaki chicken. We're going to charge $19 for it, so we're going to fucking need to throw the kitchen sink at this bitch because no one's going to order $19 teriyaki chicken unless it comes with every hors d'oeuvre. Understood? Okay, let's do this. You got yourself a goddamn deal. <laughs> Shake hands. The menu item that you read that was like, oh, I can get teriyaki chicken with rice... And then it's like all the shit I didn't want. This isn't Korean barbecue. It's like, oh, you get some hummus. Here's Dude, some great bleach. Let's just, let's just look at it from a pricing standpoint real quick. The hors d'oeuvres, which are everything that, that I read originally, okay? The hors d'oeuvres is, is $15.95. For $3 more, you can get teriyaki chicken and rice plus all the hors d'oeuvres. What are we doing just order the teriyaki chicken as an hors d'oeuvre, and you're like, "Hey, we got some teriyaki chick chicks for some it's for some appetizers." Obviously, has to be maybe, but not, I gotta be if it's honest. Not an entree, if it's if the entree portion is the same size as, then yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, what are we doing here? Another experiment. What are we doing here, Willem? <laughs> y'all are gonna have to order both of them just to be sure. Compare okay, them side by side. Brian, before we really like cut it out, I'm the one that's kicking it on, so I get that. I have one last commentary to you. Okay. It is, it goes as follows on the tabouli. You're going to fucking fire me up right before we leave, aren't you? You son of a bitch. Heroes My Ali at around 81st and Lewis has some of that good good. But full disclosure, <laughs> the guy was super offended when I asked for ranch. Like, this is a Greek restaurant offended. I'm sorry. I, I get it in a way, and I'll totally go back. But if you go here, do yourself a favor and do not ask for ranch. Well, lesson learned, dumbass. Like, what are you doing? Put <laughs> ranch on anything Greek. Give me some of that fucking tzatziki good shit. Like, if, I mean, yeah. which I get. Like, tzatziki is just ranch with some cucumber. No, I get it. I get it. No, it's the same. God damn it! It has dill <laughs> in it. It's fresh dill. It is not yeah, the so same. Ranch, same, same, same. Basically, God, ranch dressing is the worst. Ranch it is sucks. ranch is the tits, man. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. I've tried it so many times, and people are like, "Oh no, you need the real liquidy ones." And then other people are like, "No, oh, you, you need the, the buttercream ones." Oh yeah. yeah. No thanks. I eat any more. ranch in any form. I I don't like live and die by ranch. I like ketchup more, but. I like oh, ranch. I got no problem with ranch. You know what? You know what kind of ketchup I had tonight? That was the tits. All the way. Waterburger spicy ketchup with my fucking honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich. So good. So good. So uh, good. And you waited in line for it. No, actually, I didn't. But I did have to put up with some dude who was working the drive-through. You know, they put people out there to work the drive-through for some fucking reason. When it's like a hundred. 
yeah, they Chick Fil A the thing, but it's like a hundred. It was one hundred and ten degrees outside, and this poor guy who was like, hey, he made me look like a petite fella was out there working the fucking drive through, and he goes, I don't know why people keep coming through my line. I was like. <laughs> You're the only line here, my guy. Like, shut the fuck up and take my order. And like, and you know what's? Okay. <laughs> the dude who's about to quit tomorrow. Oh, I don't think he made it through today's shift. Which honestly, it was too fucking. I don't, I don't know why people keep coming through my line, buddy. You're pretty much the replacement for the fucking drive-through at the moment. I also there was nobody. Like, there was no reason to have him out there. There was no line. I literally just drove up and just ordered. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then he was, uh, you, you ever deal with one of those like uh, fast food people like who are taking your order and then after everything you order, they go, is that all? Anything else? Anything else? Like, yeah, motherfucker, oh, yeah. I'll let you know when I'm done, okay? I'll let you know when I'm done ordering, thank yeah. you. Yeah, but saying it face-to-face was even more awkward. I'll leave it <laughs> It's even that. weirder. Yeah. He's just trained so well. So, okay, so final story for my side. Oh, oh, hold on. Okay, the last go thing, he goes, name for the order? I go, Brian. He goes, Where's Stewie? I go, what? <laughs> he goes, you know, Brian and Stewie. I go, it's not spelled the same way. Here's my card. <laughs> Here's my card. Get the um, fuck out of here. So, yeah, it's funny. Um, all right. Similar thing happened, actually. I was going to buy this Pilsner down the street. And I'm just, you know, y- you know when some people come in and you're just like, oh, you're going to be obnoxious. You know, like you just know there's going to be something happening here. And I just, you know, go to the beer cooler, pull out the beer and I go stand in line. And before I like that was my plan before I could turn to go stand in line. This lady comes. She's like, man, I just want a good IPA, like very loudly. And I didn't even acknowledge her. I didn't even acknowledge her. And she goes, "Uh, sir, do you know uh, I normally get Voodoo Ranger? And I was like. Oh yeah, no. I think the uh, they only have the the flavored fruited kind, but I saw it over here, and I showed her, and I was oh no, actually they have normal voodoo as well. There's it's right there, and she goes, oh thanks baby, you're a lifesaver. And I was like, yeah. okay, that's fucking weird. So I go back and I go stand in line. Inevitably, she's now got her voodoo ranger, so she's going to be about I don't know right behind me, and this old man is behind her. And I don't know what he was doing, but all of a sudden I hear, yeah, my tattoos are all about people that they're all about dead people, people that have died that I knew. And I could tell this dude was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <I did not laughs> at all. And he goes, oh, that's cool. And he goes, she goes, yeah. Uh, like this one, this one's my mom and this one's my favorite. This one's like my cousin. And he's like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's beautiful. And she goes, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> this is the part that I, I almost fucking lost it. She goes, oh, yeah. Uh, people normally ask, so I just tell them. And he goes, oh, uh, I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> wasn't uh, zero, zero shits to give about like any of that. So then I think in her mind, she was like somehow offending this dude. So she is like now in this thing, right? In her mind. And she goes to a fucking like 75 year old man. She goes, Oh, you have beautiful eyes. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was a cringe thing. I'm walking out and she says this. And I'm like, God damn. This is so weird. So weird. 
See, if you didn't live in Austin, you would never get to experience that because normal uh-huh. people don't function that way. That's all I'm going to say. I, it was so fucking odd. All right, oh, let's go. God damn, that's weird. I don't... Well, um, I will say I uh, met with my doctor yesterday. Um, I don't think beer is the issue that I'm having, so uh, obviously I'm having beer tonight on the cast. Uh, I was going to ask for an update. Yeah, no, we're good. We're well, good-ish. We'll see. I may have to go see an ENT. So, yeah, that's my Brian health update. Uh, T's and P's, y'all. Welcome to the floor, Brian. I got to go see a team or ENT as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I feel like it's it t- tis goes life. Uh, be sure to check us out all over on our socials. Uh, sometimes we're present there at No Real Left Cast uh, on the social media sites. And uh, see, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And uh, tell a friend about us. I think uh, if they're friends of yours and you're listening to this wonderful cast, you're an awesome person. So you're probably hanging out with pretty awesome people, too. They would like us as well. So uh, until next time, for Brian here in North Texas, I am out. For Villain and Tulsa, thank you for listening. And Brian, thank you for that beautiful outro we had just then. Thank you for the Tabuli talk. If you have any um, Tabuli recommendations in Tulsa or abroad, please send them our way. Uh, no beer left behind cast at gmail.com. Super easy to remember. Uh, subject line Taboo Rex. Taboo Rex. Rex. Yeah. And that's the only place we'll accept those. So do not DM us. You'll get blocked. We will block you on Twitter. (laughs) It will be an automatic block. So, (laughs) no. Uh, (laughs) anyway, talk to you later. All right. Uh, yeah, those tabuli wrecks better be coming in. We we <clears throat> we'd love to hear about the best places in Istanbul. I bet that's not controversial at all. Um, but more importantly, I would like to just take this opportunity now that Brian cannot interrupt me and speak about my new project, where we're going to be, you know, writing a book um, specifically focused on reverse psychology. Um, probably going to be published late next year. I'd appreciate it if you didn't buy it. Um, I'm out.